Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world. Welcome to another episode of What Next. Today we have a special episode with one of our very own. His name is Arpit Jain, and Arpit is the president of Marcel, and he will explain to us what Marcel is. He will explain to us why in many ways, whether you are inside Publicis or listening to this outside of Publicis, why things like Marcel are going to be increasingly important in a world where talent and growing talent is critical. Welcome, Marpet. Thanks for having me, Rishad. Glad to be here. Could you tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, how you got to this particular role, and uh, how, in many ways, this is your second tour of duty at Publicis. Absolutely. What I would say is I'm an always-on learner. And the reason I say that is my entire career has been a journey about growth and learning, actually. So I started as a mechanical engineer. And when I graduated from my college, I decided that I would rather be a less sucky software engineer than a sucky mechanical engineer. And I learned. I have to learn Moving out of college, I have to learn software engineering. I have to learn digital. And then over the course of my first stint at Sapient, and Sapient was my pretty much my first foray into the professional world, I spent 12 years and I learned a lot. So I started as a software engineer, moved on to handle delivery management, did product management, set up a lot of product practices and product teams, handled client services, which used to be called sales. And then I left Sapient about four and a half years ago. And that was two years after Group has acquired. I left Sapient to join a small company called Nerdry, and I was their head of client services. And my learning continued there. I didn't stop learning. I joined about eight months ago now, and now I'm the president of Marcel. And I am here owning, building, running Marcel, which is our people experience and growth platform. And actually, I call it a startup within a large organization. And Marcel, by the way, uh, as Quick Intro, is our people experience and growth platform, which allows 85,000 plus of publicist employees across 100 plus countries to learn, share, connect, collaborate without any silos to ultimately grow for themselves. And as we know in this world, people growth is of paramount importance and people growth leads to business growth. So I don't think I have to make a case why People growth on Marcel is an important uh, thing that Publicis Group is doing. And I'm very glad and in a way I'm honored and humbled to be here leading this initiative. We are very fortunate, Arpit, that we have you given your background, both because you know things about engineering, you've been highly driven in your DNA with a learning or learner mindset plus because of your global background in a platform that is truly global. It helps see the world from sort of different perspectives. Uh, initially, it was announced sort of under a haze. A lot of people sort of wondered what in the world Marcel was and was it just one big buff of nothing. And um, recently, especially given the challenges that the world has had over the past years because of COVID, uh, we came to discover that this was literally a key spinal tap that 
kept not only the group connected, but delivered amazing benefits to clients and also saved a bunch of jobs. So can you tell us a little bit about what Marcel is today? Uh, and then we can talk a little bit about what Marcel might be tomorrow. Absolutely. When I actually left the group, Marcel was announced. And I remember in my first year, um, of course, not a lot of people knew because the Marcel's vision was still being shaped. And Marcel's vision has been evolving. And uh, I mean, you rightly said during pandemic, I mean, that was a catapult moment, I would say. That was a blessing in disguise. During pandemic, we accelerated. This was before my time. Marcel did save about 2,500 jobs for us back then. And it's still saving more, of course. But there is more to Marcel. So now in this hybrid world, and we are going to live in this hybrid world for foreseeable future. I'm not returned to office expert, but we all can safely say that we are not going to be back to what used to be before, call it February of 2020. So the pre-pandemic world. And there is more and more need for us uh, living in this hybrid world in several different geographies and several different time zones to be able to better connect better learn, better share, better collaborate, again, in this hybrid world. And Marcel is that platform. Marcel offers several offerings, several features, which helps our employees do that. Um, and it helps us learn, it helps us share, it helps us connect, it helps us collaborate. And it's centered on people growth. So everything that you do on Marcel or that you do through Marcel helps you grow. Also, uh, I'm sure you and our listeners uh, will agree that growth is no longer this linear thing. Growth is not just what skills you added by a professional course or something. There are several ways in which you can learn. You learn by talking to people. You learn by sharing. You learn by observing. You learn by collaborating. You learn by working. You learn by changing jobs. And Marcel allows us, our people, to do all of those things. Got it. So give me a little bit about where Marcel might go. I'll cover six things where uh, Marcel is uh, mainly working on, all centered on people experience and people growth. So I'll start with learning. So back in the days, learning used to be, you know, this traditional corporate, no offense, uh, which is you sit in a classroom or you take an online course. Well, learning is no longer that. Learning more and more is is peer to pace. It's it's adaptive. It's three sixty degree learning. So. Marcel has features that we are building on, which allows for that modern, adaptive, peer-to-peer, -peer, 360 learning, and not just traditional. So it has both. So that's point number one. Point number two is well-being. It is very important. We read news. We hear from people how people are mentally stressed about it. So Marcel has also taken well-being as a key element of growth. And there are things on Marcel that we're working on, which gives you tips and tricks, insights best practices, actions to take care of your mental well-being. So that's number two. Number three is uh, ways to connect and collaborate. This is one of my favorites and not to be biased, uh, I like all six, but it is difficult to connect and collaborate in this world. And especially for companies of our size, I mean, 85,000 people, it's hard to know who's where, who's doing what. And when you are in big offices, you can walk down the halls and you can find people and you can talk to them. It's, it is not impossible, but it is becoming hard now. So Marcel has features which allow our teams to find other people, to find the talent that you're looking for. Um, and Marcel serves them up based on, uh, and Marcel is an AI-driven platform, which based on knowing about you, 
Marcel recommends you, hey, Rishad, you may want to meet these people. You may want to collaborate with these people. And then Marcel allows spaces for our teams. It could be our client teams. It could be your office teams. It could be your domain-based teams. You can slice and dice the way you want. It allows to create spaces where you can work together. You can work together by sharing documents, sharing insights, asking questions, and things like that. All that is is possible digitally uh, via Marcel. Number four is what I call mobility. So I'm sure all of you have heard, uh, we launched this program called Worker World, where we enable our people to work from anywhere. And expanding on that, it also, Marcel also allows you to, to change jobs. Within the publicist group, there is no job under the umbrella of digital marketing technology and advertising and data that you can't find under publicist group. And changing jobs is also part of growth. If I'm a designer and if I want to become a data scientist, I should be able to find those opportunities. I should be able to learn those skills and then I should be able to apply them. So Marcel allows as a central place to find those jobs and gigs and then allows you to apply for them and take them on. Because guess what? We want people to find their career dreams within Publicis Group as much as possible. Uh, Number five, Marcel also helps with some productivity tools. Uh, So things like, because Marcel is an AI-driven platform, it knows about people, it knows about people's skills, their background, um, the companies they've worked on, their aspirations. It allows us to find crowdsourcing insights to our problems, our opportunities. It can help during pitches, it can help during projects, it can help you find the talent that you're looking for, some specific skills you're looking for, and it has a few other things. So there are some productivity tools that allows our work to become better and faster and more efficient. And finally, uh, something we are very proud of, uh, we have brought all of them together into what we call everyone's growth dashboard. It's everyone's personal growth dashboard. So all the growth actions, be it you are learning, uh, be it you are collaborating, be it you are connecting and other doing other things, all of that is in a central place called growth dashboard, which is everyone's personalized individual growth dashboard. So you can manage, measure and track your growth. So these are six areas in which Marcel is working on and continuing to evolve on um, to become a better people growth and experience engine for our people. And last thing I'll say is generally when we talk about these things, it's sometimes helpful to give an example saying, hey, look at what Apple does and we are like that. Look at what Uber does and we are like that. Well, the, the, the news there is, there is nothing like Marcel that at least we are aware of at this scale. So it's hard for me to say, well, we are like that. Well, we are our own unique beast in a good way. Fantastic. And obviously many of these enhancements are already underway. It's just a question of continuously upgrading them and modifying them as time goes on. But at the very bottom of it are three or four realities, which you know I'm a big believer in and which now looking at the world, I believe really is going to separate great companies from okay companies. In many ways, a company succeeds very much like a sports team, which is, can you basically find a way to get a disproportionate share of really good talent, provide them with continuous training, ensure that they are connected so they play as a team, and that allows them to continue to grow and therefore that team tends to win. 
And in, in order to do that, it really means that for most companies, and it's always been true for the services businesses, where we talked about our only asset going up and down elevators, though these days there are not too many people going up and down elevators, but, you know, two, or as they say in India, lifts, or in the UK, lifts. Uh, but as they go up and down, uh, now, you know, to a great extent, we're spread out all over the world in, you know, what you call sort of a hybrid environment, and I call it an unbundled and distributed environment. And we still need to find ways to connect to each other because we can grow from each other. We want to connect clearly to information. We want to connect to opportunities because a big way is to think about where can we get the next gig. And so one is I've always began to have always believed that the real asset happens to be the people. And if you can upgrade the people, connect them together, create some form of culture and some form of shared mission, you win. That's number one. But as importantly, and I think, you know, we've recognized this for some time, that all of us are really, even prior to COVID, we really are gig workers. And by being a gig worker doesn't necessarily mean that all of us are working for Uber or Grubhub. Uh, a gig worker simply means that you go from one assignment to another. An assignment might be six months, three months, one year, two years, three years. Uh, it's true in the entertainment and movie business. It's true when you are working at a McKinsey or a Bain or a BCG. You basically have a gig, uh, which is a client assignment, and you travel to it, work with it for X number of months. And then you sort of move on. But in those environments, and if you sort of think about the environments of whether it be strategic consulting or movies, and in some ways, you know, our industry spans both of those in some way or the other, because we create film and we create creative and we write software and we do strategic consulting. So we have all those different kinds of sort of gigs. But one is the only way to keep on top of one's game is to continuously learn. Because I've been a big fan of Better Call Saul, which is sort of the prequel to Breaking Bad. And in addition to me thinking it's the best television show currently in the world, I watch a after every hour of watching it, I listen to an hour of podcast of the people who founded the show or who direct, write, produce the show, explaining how the show put, is put together. And I've been listening to them for 15 to 20 years. And one of the key things is they now have skill sets using technologies that they never had before. These are, again, the same people who created Breaking Bad, right, have had to learn all kinds of new technologies for where the world is today. So in effect, to a great extent, if you cannot upgrade your skills, you won't get any gigs. So in many ways for me, Marcel is actually built around gigs more than almost anything else, which is the ability to find gigs, the ability to work with other people to deliver gigs, the ability to upgrade your skill sets so that you can actually do the gig well. And then you can basically measure your gigidom through your personal board. But one of the things I'd also like you to talk about, which you sort of mentioned among the six, is this mental wellness and health. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah. Before that, if you don't mind, let me uh, share two things on uh, what you were just sharing about Better Call Saul as an example. So I, as I said at the start, I'm an always-on learner. And I believe in that you die, not literally, but professionally, the day you stop learning. So anyone like 
you've been in the industry for 20 25 rashad you have been in industry for close to 40 or over 40 years and and like you say you you still learn every single day and uh, so i think that's one the second thing is uh, i think you nicely put it that marcel is is like in a way works in gig economy i mean the sh- this show's name is what next and one of the things i talk about on marcel is marcel will help you find your what next yes what's your next version it could be minor it could be major i mean it helped me i mean i've been here eight months and not because i run marcel because it helps me upgrade myself every single day every week whatever so it's helping me find my what next i won't realize the big change maybe over till a period of time but ultimately it's helping me do that now coming back to your question on well-being um again i am I will not pretend to be a well-being expert, but this is, uh, I think pande- this has always been there if, if you ask me, but pandemic has just exacerbated the need for us to better take care of ourselves. And there are several reasons behind it. So when we were talking about uh, people growth, people experience, we had a lot of discussions like what should those key elements of growth be? Because traditionally people will say growth means skills. It's like you are a designer, you become a better designer, then you become a producer, then you become something else and so on and so forth. Well, that's still needed, but there's several other things. So as it pertains to well-being, um, we said it's important. So for Marcel, by the way, and it's public news I can share. So we have partnership with world-famous Orion Huffington's Thrive Global, and we use uh, we partner with them to bring industry-leading, science-backed content tips and tricks and best practices that we serve to our people. Now, we don't only just serve to our people in the form of a library, which is like, here are 50 things you should read. We also personalize it for them. And that's something in the work. So I mentioned that Marcel is an AI-driven platform. At the bottom of Marcel is knowledge about people, what you do, what you want to learn, What's your background like? What what type of projects you're working on? What skills you have? And as people interact more with Marcel, just like any good personalization platform, it learns about you and it'll tell you. So for example, in well-being, like one of the things that we are working on is we will ask you questions and we will ask you about your sleep, about your nutrition, about your stress and so on and so forth. And based on that, we won't just serve you this library of 500 pieces of uh, of, of uh, case studies or podcast, we will find you more specific things. Now, Ariana also believes in this micro steps. Micro steps are steps basically too small to fail. And that is another thing that we are working to serve through Marcel. So when people are coming and to your point, working on Mar- using Marcel to connect, to collaborate, to upskill, to find the next gig, they also are becoming a better mental version of themselves so they're taking care of their well-being and this has to be proactive like we don't want this to be a place where people are suffering and then they come so that's where we said this has to be an upfront proactive strategy where we don't want people to get to a state and then they react versus as they are working on everything else mental well-being is equally important which is very critical as we have seen that even before covid there was always pressure on work and post-COVID, that has particularly sort of increased, and this has allowed and enabled people to sort of uh, to work work better with that. So, with that being said, what I'd love to know is if you were to make some provocative statements or perspectives about, you know, whether it's 
Marcel, the future of education, the future of gig economy, what would be some of the things that would basically make our audience say, who is this guy? Is he like, hi? Well, it's morning 11 o'clock for me, sure. so not time for me to be high unless I'm high on my coffee. So I'll, I'll say three things here and uh, we'll let the listeners decide if it's provocative or not. But to me, with the technology advancements, with our work lifestyle changes, with with our expectations changing uh, around us, the microeconomical changes, three W's are changing. The work, the workplace, and the workers. Workers, aka us, all of us. How is our work changing? How is our workplace changing? And how we as workers are changing? Speak more about each one of those. So um, I'm a little bit for structured. I'm OCD. So I'll give you three points in each of these as three succinct points. And we can, of course, elaborate. So let's start with the first W, the work. So, I mean, our work is no longer in a set time, which is way back in the days. It used to be this nine to five, eight to four or whatever you call it. It's pretty much any time now. And I think it's more so true in this hybrid world, in this more mixing of work-life balance. Our work uh, is changing. Our work used to be very predetermined set. I mean, it's becoming very customizable. Like people are, every company is giving more flexibility in terms of how you, you, you customize your work. That leads to, it's very much outcomes focused. So it's not like you will be given a list of things and you check that off versus you have a set of outcomes to achieve. So again, you can work on them anytime. You can customize the way you want and you achieve those outcomes. So that's work. Coming to workplace, I mean, our workplace for, I will say 98% of us, if not all, used to be these four walls of our offices. Uh, uh, That is now transformed into my couch, my living room, my kitchen table, my yard, beach. Sometimes I'm working from beach, my home office. So the office has changed from four walls to all these different places. What we used to work on office devices. Now, in this world, I'm working on my device. Like when I'm outside, I may be on my phone. I'm doing more things on my personal devices, be it phone and be it other things. So the devices are changing. And then office, which used to be a place for you to come and work. And yes, there are other things you used to do there, like you used to collaborate. Now, in this hybrid world, we need to create office spaces where people can connect and collaborate which is again, I mean, as an example, I was mentioning about one of the Marcel's features earlier, Marcel gives you that space. So their office space is no longer those four walls. It's anywhere you are, you need the the connection and collaboration. Then it comes to workers, which is probably the most important. And by workers, I mean us. First is corporate ladder, the career journey, right? Uh, It's no longer this linear of I am X, then I'll become a better version of X and so on and so forth, and I'll rise up. The corporate ladder is both horizontal and vertical. I mean, people don't need to just grow vertically. They need to grow horizontally too. The second thing is, and uh, I think this is very, 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 very pertinent, at least in my mind. Back in the days, I can even remember when I started, not everyone used to have the same voice. I think the world is becoming more and more inclusive now. And everyone can be a leader. And then learning, which used to be very knowledge-centered. So you go in a classroom, you take a course or something that is knowledge-centered. It's more growth-centered to me. Like you are learning to grow. You're not learning to just gain knowledge. And going back to Marcel, uh, Marcel is helping with a lot of these, if not all. I mean, I'm not going to make a scientific checklist, but Marcel is helping 
enable a lot of these so we can have better work, better workplace, and better workers, aka people. As you know, a line I like using, and it's my substack, is the future doesn't fit in the containers of the past. And what you've really described is work no longer fits in the workplace. Uh, work is changing and workers' mindsets have changed and opportunities have changed and how they grow have changed. And in many ways that uh, we now see we're living in a hyper-connected world where we have to work together constantly sort of upgrade our own connecting points, which are our synapses and your three W's, uh, which is work, workplace and workers also creates, I think, some other W's, which is wisdom. I think the ability to win, um, to both help yourself win as well as help uh people who you work with in your teams, as well as marketers and people who might you know, be working with you. But I think it also keeps you continuously wired to a grid of everything from opportunities to learning to a whole bunch of other things. So those are your other three W's, which is wisdom, winning, and wired. I actually love, love that very much, how you translate my three into other three. Love it. I love it. And I think the way you've done it, which is the whole lot about the work, workplace and worker, and then the interaction between all of them is really a lot about the future of, of, of work. So that clearly is, I think, something you know pretty, pretty, pretty significant. Are there some other things you would like to share? I, I would say one thing. I think you mentioned future of work. One thing that I will say is actually, I believe it's now of work. I don't okay. think it's just future alone. Uh, I mean, we are living in this world right now. And if any company is thinking it's a future and you're not taking care of it right now, I think you're missing a huge opportunity. And you mentioned talent. I mean, there is great talent attrition, great resignation or whatever terms we want to use is happening. So I think companies who are still thinking it's a future that I need to prepare for um, and not that it's happening now, I think they're missing. So it's both. Yes, this is how it's going to be in future and it will further evolve. No one can predict what's going to happen from 12 months from now, but it's happening now. So to me, it's like now of work. Agreed, agreed. And it's the now of work that is continuously evolving. And so we're sort of moving in, in, in every way. And in many ways, a lot of companies and organizations and individuals and leaders are sort of struggling with this. Uh, now, can you speak a little bit about another thing, which is... Uh, C, the word C, which is culture. A lot of folks are wondering that in a world of distributed work where, yes, you know, we will probably have in-person interaction, but it will be less than it was before uh, in different ways than before. How can things like Marcel help with culture? Thanks for asking. I mean, culture is a very broad topic. One of the things that at least I personally believe in is I think culture is is what you do. It's your actions, mm -hmm. how you connect with people, how you talk with people, how you work with people, what kind of opportunities you give them, the environment you create for them. All of them is culture. So if I go back to the things that that Marcel was helping with, like creating a place for people where they can come and openly express themselves. And, and Marcel is a very open platform for all of our people. There are no constraints. Like you can come and express yourself. You can come and exchange ideas. You can come and find people and connect with them. 
you can come and learn about anything that you want under the sun that's on uh, that's on marcel so to me since marcel is is enabling all of that i think it's creating those actions that creates this connected culture and this connected culture was always important but i think it's more important now to your point because we live miles apart now i mean we see our colleagues our 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 managers uh, our peers once every week, few weeks or few months like i remember i didn't meet my my boss in person for like four months and i was like that that feels odd but but i was able to connect but i was able to connect so it it didn't feel that odd so to me the summary of this is uh, those actions that you take makes up your culture so don't think of culture as this this unique thing on the side it's things you do every day that makes up culture in some ways it's a different version of those micro tasks that miss huffington believes in which is the every little things you do as you move the blocks of stone around builds the cathedral of culture it's the small steps it's the small step there is i don't think i mean if you look at the the companies and i won't name any of them but companies who perceivably may have the best culture they do those things they do several of those things well and when you put all of them together you create a good culture a good environment for your people and for your business i mean we recently had um this netflix thing right by the way netflix used to have a great culture they i'm hoping they still have a great culture there are books and studies around it but stock dropped by 37% it's still dropping as of today and uh, of, of course we are not inside netflix but you could see at certain point they probably became stagnant and others caught up to them so in a way at least my outside view is did they stop learning and, and again this is just my hypothesis did you become complacent so don't become complacent keep learning keep evolving because if you don't learn and you don't evolve you become a dinosaur and we like dinosaurs in movies but not in real life true and you know i believe that netflix you know has been and probably will continue to be as you mentioned a great company but somewhere along what used to be great ideas became dogma that then became drivel and then that became total bs that everybody messed up and they began to you know one of the word lines i use is they began to believe that their flatulence smelled like chanel 5 and you could see anyone with half a dozen streaming services could basically see that with the exception of their ability to access great international content they were not really any different than anybody else but they claimed that they were usually the best companies the best people the best leaders tend to defeat themselves uh and part of the reason they defeat themselves is because people don't call them out or they don't have different differing points of view or they don't think from the other perspective how does marcel potentially enable that our teams our individuals at our own company won't basically you know just trip into the life fantastic and forget where we are It's a great question by the way and um I wish I had a silver uh bullet answer to this uh but and um what I will say is I think Marcel could help and is helping by allowing people to express themselves allowing people to exchange with each, each other so and and this world is very open I I was mentioning one of the things in the, in the workers like having that no voice to having a voice so on Marcel as a platform people should raise their their 
their thoughts, their questions, their ideas, people should say like what's happening. And if they see us even going in that direction, people should voice their, not just concerns, but voice their thoughts. Because it's a place, it's an open place to express themselves for the betterment of our people, for the betterment of our company and for the betterment of our business and our clients, of course. It's not a bitching platform, it's to to give constructive thoughts. Absolutely, and this way we can sort of learn from each other. I'd like to basically ask you, now that you have both left the group and returned, um, what would you say are you know some learnings you've had from your boomerang days? I think me coming back, uh, I could see a unified group. So it's no longer a holding company. And I think industry just acknowledged it too. We are the, the number one company and we're not just a holding company which holds let's say 50 odd different agencies, we truly are working in a more connected way. And of course, there are ways to improve. So there's no way, of course, I'm here to to declare. I'm not in any position to even declare uh, victory. But it's my observations eight months in that we are working in a much, much more connected way. At least if I compare um, where it was five years ago when I left. And it was early days. Group just acquired a uh, few companies. And over the f- last four or five years, Group has acquired more uh, companies too. But I could see us being more and more connected, working together versus uh, working in, in silos. So that's sort of number. Uh, that's the biggest thing that, that, that I will say that I've observed in uh, me coming back here. Also ask you, what have been the biggest challenges in as the president of Marcel trying to, obviously you've launched it, but you need to upgrade it, sell it, you know, probably have to improve things where people find things are not going right. So what are some of your biggest challenges and how do you deal with it? And obviously it's broadly a team, so not just yourself. One of the biggest challenge has been awareness. We are 85,000 strong people and I talked about we're working in a connected way, but we are so distributed and it's not a issue. It's just the function of how we are. Uh, the awareness has been, a, has been a challenge. Like people not knowing about what Marcel could do now, tying it to what you're saying, Marcel by no means is perfect yet. It's on a journey. It's on a mission to become one of the best uh, people growth and experience platforms. And I say one of the best because probably there's nothing, but I don't want to be Netflix because there might be five other companies coming behind us and trying to, to create something like this. So we need to constantly evolve. So we need to try to stay ahead. But if our people don't leverage it, we won't get feedback. So my biggest challenge has been, and one of my biggest opportunity has been, and that's why I've been on these roadshows, so-called roadshows, is at least make people aware of what we have and where we are going, and then ask them to leverage it and give feedback. I've asked for feedback. I said, don't give me good feedback. That you can write it up and send me later, and my team will feel good. But the biggest thing is tell us where we can improve because all these six things that I mentioned earlier about Marcel, there has been no question around whether those six things are the right things or not. But we need that engagement from more engagement from our people to leverage and give us feedback what's working, what's not working. Um, because to me, I mean, without awareness, there will always be lack of engagement. And without a lack of engagement, you can never make a good product. 
So I'm going to ask you a couple of controversial questions. Originally, when we launched this, my advice to ourselves as management when I was working at Publicis was we got to do something so people don't laugh at us. Because originally when it was launched, you know, we probably were ahead of the curve and given sort of the way it was launched and announced, you know, was sort of a laughing stock. Over time, it's gone from a laughing stop to potentially basically being real to becoming, oh my God, it's really real. And it now has scaled and continues to grow. Uh, and it's been a few years. So, you know, we've learned, refined, updated, upgraded, done a whole bunch of things. Would we, and have we thought about, assuming that it's as good as it's going to be, or has it already become pretty good, it will keep getting better. Have you thought about licensing it? I would first say never say never, uh, because one of the things that that we talk about is it's for our it's for our employees, but uh, and there's nothing on paper yet. But we have been talking to our clients about it, and we talk to our clients about it in two ways, in two broad ways. So one is it shows them our thinking, it shows them how we run our our assets, which is our people, how we help them, to your point, upgrade, upskills ourselves. Because if our talent, our assets is not being upgraded, they can't serve our clients. So if our clients see how do you take care of assets, then that's how you'll take care of our business. So I think that's one. Call it the softer benefit. The the not-so-soft benefit is like when clients look at that, uh, they're like, can we have something like this for ourselves? Now, those are initial conversations we are having. So we are open. And the way we are, and I'm going to get a little bit into into architecture here, the way we have been reviving the architecture of Marcel is that one day, and the one day could be in six months, one day could be in six years. I don't know right now. But we are in conversations where we potentially could open it up for our clients. And when I say open it up for clients, it could be done in several ways, which I won't get into, but that's a potential. So this is not something that we just want to keep it to ourselves. I mean, there's a reason why we, why we talk about it externally. And it's not just for pure marketing. It's for the things that here is how our people are getting better and it's to attract people. Also, it's it's um, ultimately to tell our clients, like, you should use something similar to make your assets better too. Got it. And, you know, clearly, as we work both very closely as part of extended teams uh, with our clients, uh, this becomes another way that we can enhance the product and enhance teamwork etc that is uh, that's absolutely correct i mean as darwin was saying it's the it's not the strongest it's the one who adapts the most who survives and to me one of the things that i look at marcel is it helps you learn grow adapt to not just survive but thrive so that's the mission we are on that marcel is here to help you learn grow thrive to find your what next on marcel We've had the opportunity to listen to Arpit Jain, the president of Marcel. And he is an always learner, and he has explained how the Marcel platform can truly help us in a new world where both the nature of work, the nature of workplace, and the nature of the worker changes. And in order for people to truly win in this world, to be wired, and to have wisdom, and to find their what next, We've gone through this particular journey of a catalyst and an enabling platform. Thank you, Arpit. Thank you so much for having me here, Rishad. And speaking of learning, I think I also learned a few things in my last 45 odd minutes.
What Next, a publicist group podcast produced by Prodigious UK.